I welcome on our next guest. He's ringing in on the Domino's delivery line. And folks, listen, Domino's has you covered this weekend, okay? You can grab a large four-topping pizza for just eleven ninety-nine. Delicious side dishes like pasta, boneless chicken, marbled cookie brownie for dessert, carry or delivery. They got you. Domino's.ca. That's Domino's.ca. Scott Cullen, how's it going, bud? Awesome. How you doing, Andy? I am doing well. And this is why people tune in. They tune in for this. It's time for the best, best. and worst NHL This Week, Hockey Analytics, Heroes and Zeros, with Scott Cohen and Andy McNamara. Well, a little bit of a giveaway on the the rejoin music. Dougie (laughs) Hamilton starts off the Heroes for you. He does. uh, Six goals, ten assists in his past 14 games, uh, running 55% of course, 54% of scoring chances. Uh, Right now, only P.K. Subban um, has more goals among defensemen than Dougie Hamilton's 14. Uh, and uh, I think you can make a pretty strong argument that Hamilton and partner Mark Giordano are, are the league's best pair on defense. When they're together, uh, Flames are getting 57.5% of the shot attempts, 57% of the scoring chances. That's, uh, and they do that up against the top top line that, uh, on the opposition every night. It's uh, it's impressive stuff, and, and I don't know that Dougie Hamilton is quite getting the, the notoriety that he deserves because he, he's been pretty awesome lately. And number two hero, the Ghost, makes an appearance. That's right, he Ghost appears. Bear. Uh, <laughs> Shane Gostas Beher uh, has 16 points in the past 11 games, one goal and 15 assists. And, and now he's been outshot in that time. Of course, he's under 49%, but has over 54% of the scoring chances. And when he's on the ice at 5-on-5, five five, the Flyers have outscored the opposition 12-2. to two. Um, He's been paired with Ivan Provorov uh, on Philadelphia's top pair, which is Good news for Ivan Provorov because he gets away from Andrew McDonald. Uh, and remember, uh, a couple of years ago when uh, when Gostas Beher kind of burst onto the scene and you put up 46 points in 64 games, and oh my gosh, that was amazing. Well, he has 49 points in 57 games this year. His, uh, his .86 points per game ranks second uh, among defensemen behind John Klingberg. So those are the best, now to the worst, and we go to Josh Bailey to kick off the zeros. And, and saying worst for Josh Bailey would be a little harsh, but this is, uh, call this a cautionary tale here. Uh, Josh Bailey just has two points in his past six games, only 40% of the course and 34% of the scoring chances. Um, and, and he just signed a six-year, $30 million contract extension with the Islanders. Mm. Uh, and this comes at a time, I mean, he's got an expiring deal, and so the, you know, the Islanders had to come to a decision. But he's having a career year with massive power play production. 28 of his 62 points are on the power play this year. Um, and obviously he plays alongside John Tavares. Uh, I, I would have some concerns that if at some point over the next six years Josh Bailey isn't playing with John Tavares or uh, isn't on the, the first power play unit, uh, you may not like what you're getting, and uh, and then, then at five million a year may not, may not be such a good deal. And polishing off the zeros, Luke Glendening. Yes, anybody who uh, is fearing the Luke Glendening to Toronto rumors, uh, got some bad news for you. Uh, <laughs> no points in the past six games, which is yes. not unusual for Luke Glendening. But check this out: uh, shot attempts. He's twenty-two point six Corsi in the past six games. Uh, under 32% of the scoring chances, one goal, four or five against. And look, here's the thing is, this isn't unusual for him to get buried. I mean, getting buried to under 23% Corsi, that's unusual for anybody in the National Hockey League. But uh, over the course of his career, he's a, a minus eight uh, Corsi relative. Um, you know, and that's, look, there are all kinds of centers around the league who get uh, shoved into defensive roles and they start a bunch of their shifts in the defensive zone and, and don't uh, do much on the attack. But Luke Glendening is at the very extreme of, of a guy who starts his shifts in the defensive zone and tends to stay in the defensive mm. zone. Uh, I don't know that I, 
any team, let alone the Maple Leafs, should be interested in taking him on uh, a contract that has three more years at $1.8 million, uh, after this one. Right. And, Scotty, we'll finish things off. Uh, you wrote on tsn.ca in Statistically Speaking, uh, the Penguins land Brassard in three-team deal is the headline. And we talked a little bit about it earlier with Travis Yost about what, what does Vegas get out of this? Can you give us kind of a quick breakdown of what you think of the deal? Well, I mean, look, obviously from Pittsburgh's perspective, it's a tremendous deal. They get yeah. a guy who is who is a good second-line center, and they're going to play him as a third-line center. And, That's, wow. You know, these, this is uh, first-world problems for the Penguins. <laughs> you have so many good players that yeah. uh, they have to play down the lineup. So, yeah, they're they're – ready for another run at the cup and that that's really good for them the senators they got a decent return in terms of the assets coming back like this, if this goaltending prospect works out or the first round pick works out and um you know you've got another third round pick plus whatever they get for trading ian cole which we all assume is going to happen well you know you can you can make an argument that that's that's going to be worth it i mean it's going to take some time for it to, to pan out but maybe down the road uh, that'll work for them from the golden knights perspective um I don't know that um, taking on 40% of, uh, of Derek Broussard's contract is a really worthwhile investment for them, except, I mean, I have this kind of nagging suspicion that, um, that Gerard Gallant likes the idea of having Ryan Reeves in his lineup. Um, you know, I, if you go back to uh, his days in Florida, Sean Thornton seemed to end up in that Panthers lineup a whole lot more than uh, than his play would suggest, and 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 so I'm I wouldn't be surprised if the Golden Knights have have a spot on their fourth line earmarked for Ryan Reeves, and and you see, and this is kind of old habits die hard uh, because you know the the Golden Knights haven't had an enforcer on their roster this year, and they've had I think eight fights total, um, and. You know, and we, we've seen the success that they've had. Uh, and now, you, do you think that adding Ryan Reeves to your fourth line is what this team needs to somehow play better? Uh, I would think not. Hmm. But uh, but I do have this kind of suspicion in, in my head that, that Gerard Gallant will, will be quite happy to take, you know, one of the toughest guys in the league and, and get him into his lineup. I, uh, I, I'm not sure that it's worth it, but... You know, you, you can't make these decisions for them. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting deal nonetheless. Uh, Scotty, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again next week. Sounds great. Thank you, Andy. All right. Scott Cullen, check out all his fine work Monday to Friday on tsn.ca and, of course, on Twitter at tsn. Scott